Jess, and this is my podcast. I spend countless hours a day thinking or talking to myself, so I figured, why not hit record? Join me every Thursday in the new year as we talk about life endeavors, our hopes and dreams, and past experiences. I have a lot to say, so buckle up. In a world of unknown, I want to share just a little bit about myself and my experiences to help others feel a little more, well, normal. We're all a little lost, but hey, we don't have to be perfect. No one is. We're all just trying to get by. Happy Thursday, guys. The week is almost over. The weekend is almost here. Let's make it a good one today. So I actually planned and prepared for this podcast. However, it was like 15 minutes ago. So getting better, right? All right, let's jump right into five things I'm grateful for. Number one, I'm grateful for my husband in the mornings. That still sounds weird to say husband (laughs) Uh, because he is always the one to get up and feed the dogs. And lately I have just, I mean, I'm not a morning person. We all know this already from previous podcasts. And if you know me, I'm like getting worse, I feel like. But this last week or month even, I've just been so tired. I don't know what it is. I just cannot get myself out of bed. It's like pulling teeth more than anything else. I I just don't get it. So I'm very grateful that Corey gets up. He feeds the dogs and takes care of them, which really isn't too much, but I'm still very grateful. Uh, Number two, I'm grateful for you podcast listeners. I'm getting a lot more, well, I don't know if, it's a lot more, but I'm getting more like texts and just people reaching out saying they enjoy it, what they like, how they can relate to or how they've been relating to it. So that's really cool and fun to hear. So very grateful for you guys. Grateful you guys are here and listening. And I was actually listening to, it was a little YouTube video, but similar to a podcast basically. And she is, she was talking, this girl was talking about that she's writing music and that's her new goal for the year or her just new goal in general. And she made the point of, you know, what's what's the goal? Or somebody was asking her, what's the goal? Why are you doing this? And it made her think, you know, why am I doing this? What is the end goal of of me doing this? And then she also then, you know, thought again, took a step back and said, well, it's just you know, a goal for joy. It's just something I enjoy to do. I like writing and I want to improve my writing skills and do it in a different way. So why does the end goal have to be something specific rather than just like me finding a new hobby that brings me joy? So it's kind of, it related a lot to me with this podcast and why I'm doing this and brought me back to why I am doing this because it is it just gives me joy and I love to talk, so why not talk in a different kind of format? <laughs> and I'm just grateful you guys are here to listen. Number three, this weekend we finally have, well, I finally have no plans, so I am very grateful for a no planned weekend within just the last few weeks. It's been crazy with the wedding and everything. So I'm hoping to get some stuff done around the house. Our shoe closet needs a lot of TLC. It has been for probably over a year now well ever since we moved in but for sure over a year 
when we redid our closet slash bathroom hallway that was connected in our bedroom. It was a Jack and Jill kind of style thing. And so we got some holes in the wall. Our shelves right now are just makeshift of literally wood piled on top of each other, balancing it as best I can, nothing screwed in or anything. So I'm hoping to get that project done this weekend, but we will see. Number four, I'm grateful for my bike. I love running, as you guys all know, but it's been so good having a different source of outlet to get me outside and working and different muscles, muscle workout for my legs and stuff. So I'm really grateful for my bike and I've really been enjoying it. I've been taking bike rides on my own, roughly like six miles. So like 30 to 40 minutes, closer to 30 usually, uh, just with the route I take. And it's kind of been my me time, my decompressed time. I listen to a podcast and I've been listening to a lot of them that are just kind of motivational, self-help, self-growth. And so it's been really peaceful and great. And I just love it because I can do leisurely biking. I can, well, I can do leisurely as much as I, you know, try to, but I live around so many damn hills that it's, it's a workout regardless if I'm doing leisurely or not, but it's just, it's so, it's just nice. And so I really have been enjoying my bike. And my last thing, I'm very grateful for Snapchat and the ability to have group chats. We have a large family group chat on Snapchat and every single day there's multiple posts in it, people sharing photos, updates, you know, with everything going on. My dad just shot a turkey this morning, so he sent it in the group chat, updated everyone, and it's just really fun. And literally, I only use Snapchat for that or snapping my family. I rarely snap any of my friends. I don't look at any of the Snapchat stories unless I'm super bored and just need to pass time or want to pass time instead of working out or something. But it's just really nice having that outlet and connection to keep in touch with my family because I am very close to my family and I love it. So with that, let's jump into today's podcast. So as I told you guys, on my bike rides, I've been listening to a lot more self-help, self-growth podcasts, and I just went back to my hometown, Colby, This last weekend, which is a three-hour drive, roughly a three-hour drive from Rochester here, so I listened to podcasts the entire way, and it just got me in the mood to kind of do, I don't know if it's a self-help, because I don't know if it'll help you, but (laughs) it's along those lines, and I wanted to talk a little bit about fear of failure. I think I did a podcast about this before, but I'm too lazy to go check in on it, or check check to see if I did do that, but... You know, we can never have too many podcasts about this, so I hope you guys enjoy this, and I'm just going to dive in. It's all my personal opinion, my personal experience, just like anything else. I don't even know why I have to say that, but here we go. First, I wanted to start with, uh, I recently was just introduced to a speech Jim Carrey made, and I think it was a long time ago, so maybe you guys have already heard it or seen it. But I believe he was making a speech at a college graduation. I'm assuming the college he graduated from. And it really resonated. And it's so mind-blowing yet easy. Oh, hang on. Somebody's at my door. (laughs) All right, I'm back. I know it wasn't a break for you guys, but it was a break for me. 
Anyways, back to the Jim Carrey speech. It was so mind-blowing, yet so simple, and seemed so common sense and straightforward, but yet it's something we just don't do. At 99% of us in life, just don't do. And he was saying how his dad was a great comedian, which I'm sure Jim Carrey learned a lot from him, and he loved stand-up comedian, was very good at it, but he knew that wasn't the safe choice financially and just in general, especially back in those times. You know, you you go to school as long as you can and then you get a job, support your family. And so he ended up being an accountant. And I don't know how many years later, 10, 20 years later, the company ended up going under or restructuring whatever and he got laid off. So the takeaway was... He learned a lot, Jim Carrey learned a lot from his dad just being a comedian stuff, but he also learned you can fail at something you hate, so if you're going to fail, why not do something you love? And it's just, like I said, it's so mind-blowing, it's so simple, but yet 99% of us don't do that. We think taking the safe way, which is usually something we hate, is just that, the safe way, but yet we can still fail at that because we can fail at anything, especially if it's if it's new to us, but yet maybe the safer way. So why wouldn't we fail at something we love and something we're passionate about and want to do with our lives? It just, I don't know, it seems so straightforward and yet we're all scared of it and we all seem to take that easy way and... Um, you know, the the safe way out. And so it was just really powerful and really resonated with me and made me think, you know, like, I don't know, we're only on this planet for one life and we waste so much of it just either being scared of failure, being scared of what others are thinking and just stupid shit that doesn't even matter, <laughs> really. I mean, that's, just the way it is, I guess, but let's change the narrative. So why are we afraid? I think a lot of us are afraid of what others are thinking and we're scared. It makes me wonder if we're actually scared of failing or scared of what others are going to think if we fail. And it's it relates a lot to, I think, anxiety, another podcast I was listening to that resonated with me was anxiety is an illusion in our head that is just that, an illusion. We're scared off of, a, off of an illusion in our mind and it's no different than the fear of failure. We're scared of what if, we're scared of the if and the if may not even happen at all or may not even, you know, be a possibility when you look at things, hindsight of what if I fail, but chances are, you know, you may not even fail or you may not fail how you think you thought you were going to fail. And honestly, like I said, I don't know if it's the fear of failing or the fear fear of what others are going to think if we fail, which is just ridiculous because the people who are going to judge you, which in hindsight is basically just being jealous of you for either trying or succeeding are the people that aren't even worth your time and more than likely are the people that 
you probably never talk to anymore, you never see, are not in in your inner circle. So why why are we so concerned what they're thinking or what they're going to say or think about you? When, again, I did it in another podcast, nobody's ever thinking about you because they're all we're all worried what you're thinking of us. So I don't know. It's just when you really cut things back and take it in small bites, it's it's really silly of how we live life and how society has formed us into thinking, do this, this is the safe way, this it will financially support you, this is what you need to do to support your family. When in reality, you may be supporting your family, but are you happy? Because if you're not happy, that's going to resonate on your family and that could create deeper issues. But I digress. Anyways, going back to your inner circle, the people who aren't going to support you or the people you're scared that are going to judge you, like I said, are probably not in your inner circle. And if they are, you got to reconstruct that shit. The people in your inner circle should support you no matter what, and they will. And like I said, if they aren't, maybe it's time to rethink, you know, how far or how close they should be in your inner circle. I have great people in my inner circle and I know for a fact that whatever I do with my life or anything in general, my career, whatever, I know they're going to support me and they have. Every single one of them supports this podcast and there's probably a lot of people out there who, you know, could never do this and I don't know why. I mean, if you look at it, really the only people listening to me are my friends and family. <laughs> it's not that scary. It is scary right away, but I mean, you just got to get over it and think of the good outcome. It It's a 50-50 chance of failing badly and failing or succeeding goodly. <laughs> I don't know. Good. Why not take the chance? I mean, it's just like flipping a coin. It's Your chances of failing are no higher than your chances of succeeding. So why not just do it? And if it makes you happy, in the end, even if you end up failing, there's going to be some success in there because you're going to learn from why you failed or how you failed. And ch- chances are it's going to lead to another door opening or something more or better or greater. So why not take the chance? And like I said I think in a previous podcast, you live with yourself every day. You don't live with those around you. You don't have to worry about what they think. You don't have to worry about what they're doing. You worry about what you're doing because you're with yourself 24-7, 365 days a year, every year. So you might as well make yourself happy rather than trying to impress or worry about what other people are thinking when, like I said, you probably don't even see them half the time or talk to them half the time. So stop worrying about what others are thinking of you or fearing a failure because of what they're going to think of you when in reality, like I said, they're not thinking about you because they're worried about what you're thinking of them. Take the chance of succeeding rather than the chance of failure. It's 50-50. I wanted to give a live experience that resonates to this topic that happened in my life or that I did in my life and it seems redundant. I feel like I talk about this a lot but it was a really big milestone in my life and even after it 
six months, however long it's been, it's, I've learned so much more every day and it hits me every day, but I want to relate back to my marathon and the fear I had for my marathon. It took me at least five years to get the courage to actually run a marathon and like I said before, I don't know why I wanted to do it, but when the time came or in the beginning, I didn't know why. I think it was a lot to do with just, you know, being able to brag I ran a marathon and showing people, look at how cool I am. I ran a marathon and it wasn't really the right reason at all. But when I first decided to officially run my marathon last year, it was all for me. And that's what this podcast is as well. It's just for me and showing myself what I'm capable of, what I can do. And it, with the marathon, it gave me something to do. (laughs) It was a hobby. And like I said, I love to run, but my why was really just for me. It was simply that it was for me. And I was definitely scared of failure because like I said, it was a five-year buildup to actually start training for this marathon. I created all these training plans, made them really cute and cool and fun. And I think that's really all I wanted to do at that point is just have something to design basically. But I I don't know, I was ready last year and I had a, you know, kind of a big life experience that happened right before my marathon that kind of gave me that extra push but the fear of failure was definitely there and it was there the entire way through it was definitely there you know my 12 14 16 18 mile runs thinking I don't know if I can do this or one eight mile run where I was so dehydrated I was on the verge of stopping at a random house just asking for water because I ran out and thinking to myself gosh, I just don't know if I'm made for this. I don't know if my body can do it. But I did it. I ran every run on my training plan. I did the marathon. And like I said afterwards, it was just very bittersweet. I didn't know how to feel. But every day since then, I truly believe and it's still, I don't, the feeling of running a marathon for me was not like this glorious heavens opening mind boggling thing but ever every day after it's almost like inched at me a little more and there's so many things in life that I see now and maybe it's just with running but I I do think it's a lot of other things in my life I'm less scared because I know what I'm capable of and I've no, I know what I succeeded and I know that if I push myself to just push through and do it, that I can do it. And it's just so much better than being scared of thinking that I can't do it without even trying. I mean, what do we have to lose when we try? Absolutely nothing. I could have done one month of training and mm, not for me or... Eh, I just don't want to do this. That's fine. But at least I tried. And a lot of those moments when you get halfway through a thing and you think you can't do it, you're still only giving 40% of your complete effort. And when you do accomplish big things in life, like I said, your big is not big, bigger than my big. So it doesn't matter what, whatever it is, 
once you accomplish them, any, everything else in life just seems so much more attainable, reachable. And it really did teach me a lot. But looking back at my experience, I rarely posted about it. I posted it in a exercise group that I was a part of and it was actually a challenge of I think a certain exercise class or something within Beachbody that people were doing and it well that's initially what I think it turned out to be but it was there for like comfort and support and things like that so that's initially how I got into it and I posted a lot within that uh, but on social platforms or even talking to people, I rarely talked about it. And I think it was because I was scared. I didn't think I was going to pull through and do it. There was a moment, you know, probably four months in or five the last month where I was like, okay, I'm doing this fucker. But I was just scared because I didn't know if I could do it. And even though in my mind, I was dead set. I'm doing this. I need to do this. And I kept picturing the end result of being able to post finally on Instagram, you know, completed a marathon. And it really, it really made me believe that I could do it and that I was going to do it. But during my training process, I barely posted. I barely told people. I told people here and there, but I think I told them more because I was just like bragging about it. And yet in the back of my mind, I was like, shit, I don't know if I can do this. And it did keep me accountable a little bit of, all right, I told these people, now I have to do it. But I was just so scared of not pushing through and not pulling through because I was scared of what they were thinking. And the people I was scared of what they were thinking were, just like I said, people I never talk to anymore, rarely see, still acquaintances and friends, but you know, not in my inner circle of talking to them every day or every week. And it's it's just silly to me of why I even cared what they thought, because I can tell you right now, they're not running marathons. (laughs) But I don't know, just the fear of failure really does put a damper on things. And it held me back for five years before I actually ran this thing. And now after I ran it, it's taught me so much of I truly do think I just give less fucks. (laughs) I don't think I, I mean, you always have your like teenage stage where high school is freaking hard because kids are mean and you definitely care what they think. And then through college and whatnot, you're just drunk half the time. So I don't know. But I never really considered myself as someone who like truly cared what others think. I definitely did, but... I guess if I'm comparing myself to some people, I care less. But now I just find myself caring even less because I know what I'm capable of. And like I said, they're not in my inner circle and they're not in my inner circle for a reason. And those who are in my inner circle are those who I care about, which some days I shouldn't even really care about what they think. You know, sometimes my mom tells me, shows me how strong she is and shows me her muscles and then I get all insecure because I'm not as strong as her. (laughs) But I digress. The point is it took me five years to do something that I was 100% capable of doing and who knows if I would have done it five years ago maybe I would have five marathons under my belt by now but it's just the fear of failure holds us back to so much 
And there's so many people out there, me including, who wouldn't even have ran this marathon last year or after the five years because of that fear of failure. And at the end of the day, it's just not the way to live life. You need to do it for you and you need to do what you want to do because you want to do it, because it makes you happy, because you want to challenge yourself, because you want to see what you're capable of, because I guarantee you, you're capable of so much more than you think. And take it from me who I'm not a fast runner. I'm not a good runner. Yes, I run because I enjoy it, but I'm not a pro athlete by any means. If you guys would see me run, so many people make fun of the way I run. I'm not an athletic runner, but I I did it. You know, at the end of the day, I did it and I didn't care. And I saw me finishing that finish line every time I trained, every day I trained. And yeah, there were hard days and there's always going to be hard days. But mentally, you just have to be tougher than yourself, really, (laughs) if that even makes sense. But we're so much more capable of what we are. And the outcome, once you succeed and once or once you try, is worth every cent of taking that first step and every cent of everything further in your life. There's so many more things now that I'm like, yeah, sure. Oh yeah, that's nothing. Because I know what I'm capable of and because it seems so small compared to this big task that I've challenged myself to do and I've succeeded. Another example that I wanna give that's not my example, but my brother, he's been playing music And he has been going to a lot more open mics, but the other day he told me that he went to downtown Boulder, he lives in Colorado, and just started playing on the streets. And that just blew my mind because me included, that's something like so many of us would be so scared to do. And it just like made my heart explode and my mind explode of, wow, like you are doing it. You're the real life thing of just chasing after your dreams and what you want to do. And even if it's not his dream to be a musician, he's just doing what he loves to do. And he's made a goal, I believe, to learn 100 songs in the year. I don't know how many he's learned. He's just picked it up so fast. I'm so amazed by him. He sounds so good. Uh, But just the fear of going out in public and just singing in front of everyone. And guess what he said? He said, people didn't even care. Half of them just walked by, you know, didn't even acknowledge him or walked by and you just smiled or stood there and listened to him for a little bit. And he just, he felt so freeing. And he said it was the greatest feeling ever. He was so scared, but once he was in it and doing it, and even when he was done, he just felt so great for the fact that he did that. And that's so cool. Those are the moments that you want in life. Those are the moments I want in life, at least. It's just having those moments that I was so scared and and then just being free of finally doing it. I mean, it's so exhausting holding back because we're scared of what other people are going to say or think of us. And the, the fear of fail, failing. Who cares if we fail? We're going to fail. You try new things, we're going to suck at them, okay? Let's just put that out in the air. But you can't expect to be good. You can't expect for your beginning to be the same as somebody's middle or somebody's end because it's just where do you, they had to start somewhere too. Where do you think, how do you think they got to the middle or got to the end of this? 
they started in the beginning just like you and they probably suck just as bad as you're gonna suck. But guess what? They've also probably done how many more things in life than you have because they're actually trying and they're actually doing it. And yeah, they may not succeed, they may fail. Chances are they're going to fail, but they keep pushing and I just feel like living a life like that is so much more freeing and happy and it's just such a waste of our times to care and be scared of a failure because it's just that we're scared of an illusion we don't even know if we're gonna fail and it just once I really get in a rant I was not feeling recording this podcast but whoo this last 10 minutes I've really been getting into it it's just just go for it just do it and at the end of the day, confidence is hot. <laughs> there are so many people that I strive to be like or, or envy or am jealous of and they all have one thing in relation. They just have the confidence. It's just have the confidence to take the first step. You don't have the con- you don't need the confidence to be like, fuck yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to nail it. It's going to be so good. It's I'm going to do the best. And I'm going to be number one. You just need the confidence to do it, to just not be scared of that failure. And even if you're scared of that failure, have the confidence to overstep the failure and have more confidence than fear. Remember your why, why you're doing this. And if your why is simply for you and it brings you joy and it's something that makes you happy, that why trumps all other whys. But remember your why. Always go back to your why. Why are you doing this? And if, it, if that why is worth enough, you'll go for it and you'll do it. And excuse my language. I know I've already said it probably five times in this podcast, but fuck it. You only have one life. Why are you holding back? Why? Why are we all holding back? I mean, literally, we could die tomorrow. That is a true statement. It may sound cliche, but it is 100% true. And if that's the case, you know, how much time do we waste fearing what others are thinking or fearing of failure or fearing of failing because of what other people are going to say or think when you fail? Who cares? You know what they're going to say? They're going to say, you know, they live life to the fullest or they always, you know, took that next step in doing that thing or they all they were always the crazy ones or they always did crazy things or we you know in memory of them we're gonna do this crazy thing because they did this crazy thing that's how I want to go out just balls to the freaking walls people <laughs> stop being scared of failing just do it you know and when you get into it and when you do it Chances are it's going to take your mind off that fear of failing anyways. It's probably going to be there in the back of your mind here and there, you know, in the mix of it. Just like when I was training, there were definitely days where I was like, gosh, I don't think I can do this. But guess what? I did it. And every day, there's so many things in life that I look at and am not even scared about anymore that I would have been scared about. I have a Ragnar race coming up and I'm doing the Ragnar leg, which is the longest one. Every runner has three legs throughout this 24-hour cycle. It's a marathon relay, or not a marathon relay. It's a 200-ish mile relay between 12 people. And my legs are 
five miles, 11 miles, and just under six miles. And when I first saw that, I was like, holy shit, wasn't expecting running that much. But I know I can do it. It's so attainable because I've already done that. I, it, what is that added up? Yeah, it's, it's less than a marathon. So I've done more than that in one day, but I've also done more than that throughout a five month span. So to me, it's just like, yeah, it's going to be tough. And it's easy saying I can do it right now sitting in my chair in my PJs, but I know I can do it because I've done it already. I've ran so many miles last year just training for this marathon. And if I can do that, I can do this. And I have my training plan already set up. I know I can do it. It's intimidating and daunting, but you know what? I've done much worse and much more. So just overcoming that one thing and taking that first step in something is going to make everything else in life easier. And there's going to be more things that are bigger than the thing you just accomplished. And that's okay because once you accomplish that or once you try to accomplish that or take that first step in accomplishing that, it's just going to make everything else seem that much more small. Stop caring what others are thinking. Stop being scared of failure. We're all scared of it. I'm guilty of it as well and I'm sure I'm going to be guilty of it in the future as well. But Let's just make a vow to be better and to try and to do things that make us happy. We need to stop doing things or stop not doing things because we're scared of what the outcome can be. Like I said, you have a 50-50 shot. You could fail, but you also could succeed. And let's start looking at the glass half full because, damn it, I have faith we're all going to succeed. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed another episode of We're All Just Trying to Get By. I know I went on some rants, but I hope you can all take something from this and include it in your daily lives or think of that next challenge in your life. And like I said, looking at the glass half full and succeed it, crush it. And, you know, there's always some success in trying because you tried. Even if you, even if the end result's failing, you still succeeded in trying and you still succeeded in learning a new lesson. So... Let's go out there, you know, fuck it, are out the window, and confidence is hot, and remember your why. At the end of the day, we're all just trying to get by. A special thanks to my brother Ty for making and playing my theme song. Thanks, Ty.